It, it's the World Wide Sports Radio Network. Radio Network. Because that's the bottom line. And so, goodbye. <laughs> and good night, bang! Settle! Because I'm better than you, and you know it. Yes, sir, But the rock is cooking! Now, welcome to Off the Mat. With Alex Lowe's and Josh Silverberg. All right, everybody. Good afternoon. Welcome to the Worldwide Sports Radio Network and another episode of the only wrestling talk show here on the Worldwide Sports Radio Network. Welcome to Off the Mat. I'm your host, as always, Josh Silver. With me at this time, my co-host, my tag team partner down south in sunny Florida. Now getting close to the new title town, I guess. Yeah, Mr. Alex, what's happening, man? Nothing much. It's been a great week for wrestling again. Uh, we saw NXT take over a lot of. We have a lot of stuff to get into with so little time, and we got the. Updated G1 Climax 30 standings later on in the show. So it's stick around with us. It's going to be great. And I cannot wait. It's going to be a great. It'll be an interesting show. Absolutely. It's going to be fantastic. We have so much to get to. We have brought back this week in wrestling history. Alex is so ecstatic about that. And of course, like you said, our finishing move. Um, so before we do that, Alex, of course, we got to, we got to, you know, get our, all of our, Ducks in a row, as they say. So let's get to it. If you don't have our app at this point, I don't know what to tell you. You're missing out on so much content. It's crazy, and it's all free content. It doesn't make any sense as to why you wouldn't have the app at this point. Please, if you have an iPhone, go to the Apple Store. If you have an Android, go to the Google Play Store. All you have to do is type in WWSRN. That's WWSRN. You download our app. It is free. It's got our show schedule. It's got content of articles that we not just on here on our shows, but we write as well. It tells you all the about every show. So if you're just not, if you're not just a wrestling fan, okay, different shows. You got below the mic, down to the wire, the wise guys, the BS sports show, the Ryan Hickey show. Weapon Todd, a show about the New York Jets. Uh, you got our new fantasy football show that we're doing, of course, the sports hit list. So we have so much content out there for not just wrestling fans, but for sports fans in general that want to be able to, you know, explore everything. If it's something that you don't, you know, it's something that you love. If you love hockey, you can check out the BS Sports Show. If you love baseball, check out Below the Mic. If you love basketball, The Wise Guys. If you love football, Ryan Hickey Show. It's just so much different, so many different shows that are out there. Also, WorldWideSports.com. Check us out there. WorldWideSports.com. You can check us out too. If you miss our show, you can also uh, re-watch it on the app. 
watch clips from our shows as well. We're on YouTube, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, Periscope. We're on every social media platform. You name it, we have it. So if you know somebody's playing with a motorcycle out there. So if you, again, need, you know, like I said, if you missed our show, have no fear. You could just download, like I said, download the app, rewatch it again. Alex, tell the fans how they can find us on Facebook, Twitter, and the phone number they can reach us at. You can find us on Facebook at OffTheMatWWSRN. Same for Twitter. And our phone lines are open. Feel free to give your thoughts, comments, leave anything on the topics and discussions for the show at 727-888-4295. Again, that's 727-888-4295. Absolutely. We want to hear from you. If you're too scared to call in, that's okay. You can write comments down below. I have the Facebook page open uh, um, on my phone, so if you want to chime in on there as well. Alex going with his Hogan Beach Shop shirt today, correct, my friend? Yeah, I'm wearing uh, one of the uh, Hogan's Beach uh, uh, shirts that I got from there. So I, I, I went with um, I went with the um, Ring of Honor theory, but I went with the Matt Taven thing today, the um, – how do you say the theme today? Um, these are two shirts that I got at the G1 Supercard show last year. I know a lot of people are not Matt Taven fans. I am one of those that am. But I decided to also get – this is – now everybody says, oh, my goodness, best friends. That's a crazy shirt. Where would you get that from? This is their shirt from when they were in Ring of Honor. This is not their AEW shirt. So this is a shirt that goes back before people really knew who they were with Trent Beretta and Chucky e. T. So – you know, Ring of Honor usually has very good sales as well going on. I actually got this. It was like a buy one, get two free in the clearance. So I bought one shirt and I got two free shirts, which is an insane deal. So always check them out for sure. All right, Alex, let's get right into it, my friend. And before we get to our AEW NXT stuff, before we recap, um, you know, before we recap, Cap uh, takeover before we recap uh, AW this week and everything. We have to do some, you know, like I said, we do all that house cleaning stuff, as they say. I want to get your thoughts on the. I almost said MLB draft. I don't know why I almost said MLB draft <laughs> on the draft last night on SmackDown. It it was t- last night. It went into today on Talking Smack. It's going to continue Monday. We saw some draft picks that were done yesterday, and we saw some interesting. Yeah, we definitely did. We saw Seth Rollins go over to SmackDown, and I'm not—I—I I don't know why they keep going with the Mysterio story. Like, I just think that it's time to move, move over, move on to something new, get come up with some new material. And I also don't like the fact how they split up the New Day. Horrible. It's I- the way they did it was just like how they just instantly split them up without doing anything. I feel like they should have done something where Big E turns on the New Day, attacks them, becomes a heel, all that that whole nine yard, that whole that whole shtick. But I I just really thought that would have been the better way to go with that. Hundred percent, I think that's the way it should have went. I've been thinking that for months. I I didn't understand it why that's the case. But I mean, look, it is. They also broke up heavy machinery this morning, uh, um, which I guess was expected because Otis has the money in the bank contract, which I still think to this day is so it was such a stupid decision to give that to him, but it is what it is. Um, you know, the draft, I mean, look, some are expected. 
I like Seth going to SmackDown. I like AJ Styles going back to Raw. Um, give them fresh new kind of, well, I would say give Seth fresh new uh, feuds, but the problem is they brought over the Mysterio family and Buddy Murphy over to SmackDown, so that's going to last another six months. Um, you know, but I, I didn't mind some of the, tra- like Roman staying on SmackDown, Drew McIntyre staying on Raw. That was totally fine. No problem to Asuka. Um, Oscar staying on Raw. They had some women, you know, Bianca Belair, I believe, going to SmackDown. So you got that. You're gonna have some fresh new faces on certain shows. But I agree with you 100, Alex. I didn't understand the whole theory as to why does this feud have to keep continuing? I don't. I get really, it. I really don't get it. I think ever since June, I think this feud. Yeah, I, it goes that far back, and I feel like with moving Seth over to SmackDown. Uh, there's been a possibility, uh, a lot of people have been talking about this, it's just a rumor, people are speculating it might happen, but they think Seth Rollins might join join forces with Roman Reigns in the faction. Uh, I mean, look, we'll see. Uh, curious with that, I mean, before we I mean, before we move on to our AEW NXT stuff, you know, I wanted to get your last thoughts too on, what were your thoughts on Ali turning out to be the leader of retribution, which a lot of people anticipated. I, that, it keeps me interested in the story. Um, I, I, I like the idea. I, I, I could, I saw it coming for a while, how they were doing the, the whole, ha- the whole hacker thing. Yeah. How they were doing, saying there's a hacker, uh, taking over the, the Monday night raw shows. So it, it, it all makes sense now how all this is playing forward and coming, how this is all unfolding. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, for sure. I mean, like I said, when you, when you, when, when, when I saw that happen, I knew instantly he was the hacker. That was the rumor going around for the last few months and it turned out to be true. Um, so we'll see where they go with that storyline for sure. I'm, I'm curious. I'm interested and look, who knows? But then again, we, I, I guess sometimes we expect too much from WWE and we get let down. Um, so you know, we'll, we'll we'll see where this goes. I don't know. Um, like I said, I, I I was watching the Rays Yankees last night and I was in the NBA Finals last night. But I was checking up every now and then on the WWE draft, and I was just like, oh, okay. Like I thought some of it was good, and then all of a sudden it's like, well, now great. I don't mind Seth going to SmackDown though, and I don't mind AJ going to Raw. So we'll see how they unfold that. All right, Alex, let's get right to it, man. Our AEW recap, what were your thoughts on it? What'd you like? What didn't you like? So, I liked the opening match with Brian Cage facing Will Hobbs, defending his FTW championship. And uh, I loved Will Hobbs' performance. He showed a lot of heart and determination in that match. A lot of grit. And his performance was up another level from last week and a couple weeks ago. And he's he's improving every other show. And I love how... I love how Will Hobbs is continuing to grow in AEW. I'm with you 100. I, I I said when I first saw Will Hobbs in the Casino Battle Royal, I said this guy's going to be something. You could see it with his size, his strength, and everything like that. I don't know how he is on the mic because he hasn't talked yet on the mic. Um, you know, I like. I'm, I'm curious what the storyline with Team Taz and him. He didn't say anything, and then. Darby Allen came out, but nobody attacked Darby, so it was kind of no. It was kind of odd, but I agree with you. I thought the match was really good between Hobbs and Brian Cage. 
Um, look, I mean the, the 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 match of the night, of course, was the dog collar match between Cody. Yeah, and that Cody. was definitely the highlight of the whole the whole event. And yeah. uh, Cody's match against Brody Lee was it, it definitely was the 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 highlight of the whole show because these two men they literally tore each other apart in that match and. Both of them, they may never feel the same again after a match like that. that well, let me, you know, really, I wanted to ask this question, Alex. Did you like the result of Lee losing? Because a lot of people on Twitter were actually, they loved the match, but they were not happy that Brody lost the belt only after a month of gaining it. People were not happy. What were your thoughts? Did you mind the result? Did you did you hate the result? What were your thoughts? I didn't like the result. I feel like they should have allowed Brody Lee to carry the TNT championship a little bit longer before dropping it. And uh, I just thought, I, I thought it was too quick to give Cody back the TNT championship. I feel like they could have gone a little bit longer with that. And, uh, Gave us some, gave us a little proper build up towards it, and uh, but yeah, I feel like those two men will never feel the same after a match like that. It really tears on the body, and it it really, it really, nobody feel like it causes a lot of damage to the body too. You could see how it was taking an effect on Cody throughout that whole match. Yeah, for sure. I mean, look, I love the match. I thought it was awesome. I think. It added all the elements. You saw Greg Valentine outside as well. He was a guy that was in that kind of match. Um, I don't know. I'm so very hit and miss on the result. Only because, I mean, yeah, Cody just come back. What were you going to do? You were going to have him lose his first match. I mean, that would have been kind of silly. But at the same time, it would have like, made it would have it would have made complete sense if he lost the match to Brody Lee. And I, I, you know, I understand why people got upset because they think, oh, Brody needed more time. I think you could take both sides of the argument. You could take the side of Brody lost the belt too quickly. It just didn't unfold the way that it should have been because he should have had the belt longer. At the same time, Cody had just come back. You're not going to have him lose when he just comes back, when he just came back from anything like that. I mean, I don't know. And I keep wanting to think there's, there's a heel turn. And I think there is going to be a heel turn with this, and I think it's going to be unbelievable how they do this heel turn. I think it's going to just get people to be like, oh, didn't see it coming, no way, didn't didn't expect it. That's how I think it's going to go. But, I mean, look, we'll, we'll see. So, uh, last thing before we get to our NXT TakeOver recap and NXT, uh what were your thoughts on the Jericho 30 celebration? Did you like it? And then the MJF announcement saying he's going to decide next week. What do you think is, did you like the main event one and two? What are your thoughts on the MJF stuff? Uh, I love the MJF stuff. I like how MJF is slowly building towards possibly joining the inner circle. Uh, I, I Congratulations to Chris Jericho on 30 years in the wrestling business. That's big. That's a huge achievement. And, and and he it's it's amazing to see how far along Chris Jericho has come from when he first debuted on Monday Night Raw in 1998 or 99 I think it was under the, the he was the Millennium they it was ECW in night was uh, you know what I mean Lionheart Chris Jericho in ECW it goes way back yeah it goes way back and he he's had a a lot of amazing moments in his career. And one of my favorite moments with Chris Jericho has to be the 
the CM Punk Chris Jericho food who uh they they were both going back and forth on who's the best in the world and that that was one of my favorite feuds with Jericho and then there was the the, the feud with Cody when he he was in WWE so that was a good one too yeah, for sure. I mean, for me, look, I've I've watched Chris Jericho forever, going back to WCW. I remember his feud with Goldberg, um, going back there. But when he beat Austin and The Rock on the same night and became the undisputed heavyweight champion, I mean, that was the defining moment for Chris. And you know, when you look at that, I mean, I chris jericho to me has had so many top-notch moments in in the and just watching him i mean ever since i became a wrestling fan he's been a guy that i've really looked at all my life and you know when i when when i saw how they underutilized him in, in wcw they really dropped the ball there eric bischoff really didn't see i guess as much as he should have um and he went going to wwe and he had so many big feuds against kurt angle against china you know, against uh, Triple H, The Rock, Stone Cold, The Undertaker, you know what I mean? He had all these rivalries. So, look, put more power to him. He made the right call, and now he's in AEW as one of the faces of the brand, the first ever AEW heavyweight champion, which I thought was the was the right call when he beat Hangman Adam Page. Um, and he's done New Japan stuff as well, wrestling Kenny Omega, Hiroshi Tanahashi, Kazuchika Okada, Tetsuya Naito. So, you know what I mean? He has fought some, you know, evil as well. He's fought some wrestlers. Yeah, he's he thought he's fought some of the biggest names in sports entertainment. A lot yeah. a lot of big names in the wrestling business. Yeah. As far as the main event goes, I thought it was not great. Um, yeah, I, I didn't like the main event. I, I feel like uh, Chris Jericho and uh, Hager, I feel like they could have fought somebody. Uh, they could have went up against a bigger tag team like Jurassic Express or the Young Bucks. But did, I, I didn't feel as much anticipation for this matchup at all. Well, the, Alex, the reason why they did that is because he and Luther had a rivalry way, way back in like the 90s. So that was the reason they did it this way with this match. I believe Chris Jericho asked for this because he wanted to face Luther again because he and Luther had a rivalry many, many, many years ago. And that's why they did it this way. And look, Chris Jericho has the right to choose who he wants to choose. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? He definitely does. So, look, the match was not great, but it is what it is, and it was a nice celebration. I don't think MJF is joining the inner circle, actually. I think this is going to be a twist. I think he's going to form his own group, but I think he's actually going to attack Chris Jericho next week on AEW. That's my theory on this whole thing. I really do. I think because it, it it would be too obvious and AEW goes the New Japan route where it's just too obvious. They don't want to do it that way. So we'll see. But I think MJF is not going to be joining the inner circle. Um, all right, Alex, let's get into it. NXT TakeOver recap and our NXT recap. Um, first off, big, big thoughts go out to Rich Holland. I am so upset. You saw what I wrote on Twitter, Alex. I am so upset that this happened to him. Yeah, it's, it was bad. It, or you didn't have picked a worse time for him to have an injury like this. But, of course, it was something that you – look, accidents happened. It was mm-hmm. nobody's fault. No. It, underneath him. It gets only Larkin when he tried to catch him. He was set to have a huge feud with Adam Cole and the Undisputed Era. And, unfortunately, he's going to be out till 2021. Um, so – my, our thoughts here at off the mat go to Rich Holland. We can't. I can't. I'm a huge fan of his. I can't wait for him to come back better than ever. Um, 
but this stops momentum so much. What did you think of TakeOver? Did you like it? Did you hate it? What were your thoughts? So NXT TakeOver to me was an awesome, awesome show. Uh, we had, we had, uh, we had uh, Ember Moon return, which is huge. She came back to NXT, and Tony. sorry, and Tony Storm as well. Yeah, Tony yeah. Storm came back as well. For the women's division, two huge gets for the women's. Exactly. Division. This this will definitely help the women's division in NXT, bringing back the, these two big names to their roster. And my thought on the main event, the main event between Kyle O'Reilly and Finn Balor for the NXT Championship, uh, it may have been one of the best match performances of Kyle O'Reilly's career. Because Balor, Balor was reeled throughout that whole match because he f- suffered a fractured jaw twice. And I was surprised how he was able to get through the match and still win. And this had to be one of my favorite takeover matches in a long time, for sure. Uh, if you haven't checked out Kyle O'Reilly as a singles competitor in Ring of Honor, you're missing out. Go back and look at his rivalry on YouTube against Adam Cole, you know, against other guys that he has fought. And he is unbelievable in the ring. He could go 45, 50 minutes. He can. I thought that match was phenomenal. I thought it really, their styles are similar. That That's why I thought it was perfect. Um you know, I enjoyed that match very much. So, I the opening match to me, I thought that was Damian Priest's best match so far in NXT. I thought it was a match that really, you know, set the tone for the show. I enjoyed it a lot. Um, Kushida Dream was very good, too. Love- oh, yeah. Kushida versus Velveteen Dream. That was an amazing match. I enjoyed seeing Kushida add new things into his arsenal, into his moveset. And I can't wait to see what else NXT does with him going forward from here because that performance was amazing. And then we saw him the following Wednesday, like last this Wednesday, he went up against um, Tommaso Ciampa in a match. And he had, he had Tommaso Ciampa grounded for a, a while. And that's something that surprised me because... You don't see that too often. You don't see Tommaso Ciampa get grounded often in matches. He's mostly on his feet. He's mostly uh, tearing it up in that ring and fighting back, doing whatever's necessary to win. Yeah, for sure. I mean, look, I think they're finally, Alex, giving Kushida the run that he deserves in this company that it's been long overdue. He's been with here for about a year and a half, a year. And this was his first takeover match. I think it's ridiculous that it took that long. You know, I mean, I, I, him and Dream, the rivalry isn't over yet, so we'll see. I enjoyed the women's match, LeRae and Io Shirai, but I was very – because remember, I brought it up to you on the show last week, I believe, Alex. I said, yeah. okay, if Io wins, who's next in line? Getting Ember Moon and getting Tony Storm here – I think is just a huge, huge addition for the women's division that needs this so badly. And I like what NXT is doing. So they're taking people from the main roster, like Finn Balor and Ember Moon, wrestlers that aren't utilized the proper way um, in, in the main, on the main roster and bringing them back to NXT and letting them you know what I mean? Letting them be who they are and what got them to where they needed to be on the main roster, letting them come back, I think is a great, you know, is a great thing for them. Um, 
I, I like I said, I think getting Ember Moon back like the way that they did was really good. I like the new attitude. I like the way she looks now. I like the I mean the music to me is different. It's all different. It's not what she was when she first got here. No. It's very, very different. So I like that. Um, you know, and I like that Io Shirai now has opponents for the future. Cause I was very concerned about that. I said, okay, well, who's left? She beat Tegan Knox, she beat Dakota Kai. She's beating Candice LeRae. She's beating Rhea Ripley. She she beat Charlotte Flair. All right, I'm concerned. Who does she have? Well, now she has two more competitors. Now I'm not saying those competitors are going to win, but at least now, Alex, you have options for a takeover match to build up a feud with Io Shirai. So I like that very much. I like the main event idea. I was curious with the Rich Holland stuff. I had a feeling Roderick Strong and Bobby Fish were behind the Adam Cole attack. And they were going to frame Rich Holland, like Rich Holland had a deal with them. That's what I think this whole thing was going to be. You were going to kind of see a separation of the undisputed era. But now that Rich Holland is out, I don't know where they're going to go. I feel so bad for Rich. Um, you know, I'm curious where they go now with Adam Cole and, and, and all that. Um, so we'll see. But I really like TakeOver. It was the my opinion, it was the best takeover they've had since the quarantine. Way better than in your house. Way better than third. You know. I agree. <laughs> it, it was very well done. And uh, out of all the matches, my fa- favorite one was the main event by far. The main event <laughs> definitely topped it off. Do you like the arena? Did you like how they did it with the fencing instead of the plexiglass? Now they have the fencing. Yeah, I liked I liked that idea, and I like how they did like a a Thunderdome idea. They added some screens, like people on the Zoom watching uh, watching uh, the event. That was that was cool to see too. Yeah, it was cool. They but they did what because Alex said it perfectly. They added the Zoom screens that they do on Raw and SmackDown and the pay per views for WWE. But they also had some wrestlers in the crowd as well, which is nice. But I like the fencing idea. I really do because what it does is it adds like a street element to NXT. So I thought that was kind of a cool. Yeah, they did instead of having the plexiglass. You know, I mean, look, like I said, we'll see where. We go from here. We'll see where it, it you know, and then, all this ends. And then also on during Wednesday's show, we saw the return of Dexter Loomis, who came back from the ankle injury he suffered a month or a month back or so. And we saw him go up against Austin Theory. Austin Theory had a squash match with somebody. I forget Leo, Leo something. Uh, I forget what the last name is, but. He had a squash match with him, and then Dexter Loomis came out, and we got to see how we got to see a new a new storyline connect. So I'm, I'm I'm very interested to see how this goes between him and Austin Theory. Oh, well, Alex, we didn't even mention one of the better matches at Takeover. You know what I mean? Um, we didn't even check the the uh, the cruiserweight you know, we, match. We even the cruiserweight match between Isaiah Swerve and. Um, and uh, Santos Escobar. Escobar, phenomenal. Yeah, really it was. Good. It was very well done. Uh, my favorite part of that matchup had to be uh, how uh, how Isaiah Swerve Scott, like he he was kicking out of everything. Everything that Santos Escobar threw at him, he was able to, he was able to follow follow up and come back in the matchup, and that that took a lot of effort and like determination. And really trying to pick off a, a win off Santos Escobar, but then 
we saw Legado del Fantasma get involved, and that ended up uh, giving Santos Escobar a, an advantage, and then he won the match from there. I, I love how they're building up the Cruiserweight division in NXT. I think it's great. I think what they've done, you know, I, is, is something that I think many people expected when 205 Live came out. But the thing is, NXT has built it up way better. They're not just shoving the Cruiserweights in your face every week. They do it every now and then. They have a very deep roster of Cruiserweights that people don't know about that I think you're going to start to see over the next few weeks. So I, I, I love the idea. And again, I keep saying it though, Alex, we got to see these tag team belts defended on a takeover. They haven't been defended since takeover. No, they February. haven't. They have not had one since this quarantine. The tag team championships have not been defended one time on a takeover. And I think that's so ridiculous. That should not be happening. No, it shouldn't be. But again, at the same time, Alex, we have said it over and over again. The tag team division in NXT right now is so weak because all their great tag teams are up on the main roster or are out of the company now. And they, they, they've replaced the women's division, but they're, it's tougher to replace the tag team division. I believe in my eyes. Yeah, I feel like they need to give uh so, a little some tag teams in NXTs a better push a, a push some uh NXT tag teams like Everize have Everize uh challenge um Breezango for their tag team titles. That would that would be a good way to go. That would be a smart idea for NXT to have a title match and like build it up, build up a story week by week and then towards another takeover have that match. Yeah, I'm with you 100%. All right, Alex, let's get to a break. When we come back, we have This Week in Wrestling History. We are also going to recap the G1 Climax. So much to get to. Uh, We have the exact up-to-date standings as of this morning. There was matches this morning, so the standings are completely updated. And also our finishing moves, so we still have so much to get to. This is Off the Mat on the Worldwide Sports Radio Network. We'll be right back. It's the Worldwide Sports Radio Network. Everybody's got a price. Rest in peace. Welcome back to Off the Mat with Alex Lowe and Josh Silverberg. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to Off the Mat. I'm Alex Slows here with Josh Silverberg. And now we are getting into this week's this week in wrestling history. This one is New Japan Pro Wrestling's King of Pro Wrestling 2016. It was in Ryzo, uh Tokyo, and the attendance was 9,671. So the first match was Tiger Mask W, which was... Um, Kota Ibushi dressed up as one of the uh, characters from an anime show against Red Death Max, Red Death Mask, which was in a dark match. And the second match was uh, who who won that? It doesn't say who won the match, but it was a dark match. But we did have after that Tomoro Ishii and Will Ospreay and Yoshihashi defeat Adam Cole, Bad Luck Fale, and Yujiro Takahashi in a six-person tag. Number three was Bobby Fish, Raizuki Taguchi, Togi Makabe, and Hanma against Beretta, Jado, Rocky Romero, and Tori Yano. And they defeated them in under eight minutes and ten seconds in an eight-person tag. Number four was G- 
Go, Go Shiozaki, Nakajima, Kenamaya, and my back to Tanaguchi against Tenzan, Nakanishi, Kojima, and Yuji Nagata in an eight-person tag. And the 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 team of Shiozaki won that match. So that was uh, it was a. What was that? Six-person tag? Eight, no, it was an eight-person tag. Another eight-person. You meant Tenzai, I think. That was Albert, who yeah. was Bloom in NXT. Yeah. And number five was Matt Jackson and Nick Jackson. The Young Bucks defeated David Finley and Ricochet. Number six was Tama Tonga and Tangaloa. Defeated Jay Briscoe and Mark Briscoe. Hiroshi Tanahashi, Jay Liso, Kushida. And Michael Elgin defeated Bushi, Evil, Sonata, and Naito. And number eight was Shibata, who defeated Kyle O'Reilly. Kenny Omega defeated Hiroki Goda, and Okada defeated defeated Naomichi. So that I, was, love you, I love when you pronounce Japanese names, Alex. It's yeah. a wonderful, it's a wonderful <laughs> blessing when you do it every week. It's awesome. Um. <laughs> so there's a lot of big names in here. We have the Young Bucks. We have the Gorillas of Destiny. Kenny Omega who's now going back into a singles run, so I'm interested to see how that happens in AEW. But at the time, he had a singles run in New Japan. So that's it's kind of, it's kind of, uh, kind of ironic to see how that's unfolding for him, how he's, how he's going back to that. The card sounds stacked. Um, I don't know if it's something I would really, really tune into. But it sounds stacked. It's a lot of big names, like you said, and you're seeing some names in WWE, some names in NXT, some names in AEW, all and some names that are still in New Japan that are still there. So I think it's interesting when you look at, um, you know, you look back at that card and you say, would I run to the TV at three o'clock in the morning to watch that? Probably not. No. I mean, it's it's still something I would check out later on. Yeah, so. it's definitely a match you you could check out later on and really look at look back at to see how uh, how all these big names came together. Like these people, like as you mentioned, people from NXT, people from AEW, people that are still in New Japan. So it's really cool to see how all these names came together in like uh, New Japan Pro Wrestling. Absolutely. All right, Alex, thank you for that. Appreciate it as always. This week in wrestling history, back after a little weeks, a couple weeks of hiatus. But before we get to our next topic, uh, again, please, we just want to inform all the listeners uh, download our app. The app is free. Okay. Apple Store or Google Play Store. If you have an iPhone or an Android, well, either. I mean, those are the only two options you could have. Not either. Um, and then you can tell your. Your, right. You can tell your smart speaker smart speaker to play the off the mat. Yeah, I, I don't want to say. Yeah, I forgot about that. I don't want to say that because then she's gonna start talking to me, and then I don't want to <laughs> talk to her. And I'm gonna tell her to shut up. You know, get away. You you. Now nah, I won't say it. Um, but uh, <laughs> download it. Tell your smart speaker to say it. WorldwideSports.com. Again, download that app. It is a free app. Okay. You can check out all of our shows, our schedules. If you miss our show, you don't fear, okay? Don't be nervous. You could just rewatch the show. It's that simple. Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, Periscope, YouTube. We're on every social media platform. The phone number is underneath on our screen. It tells you right there. Uh, I'm gonna, You know what, Alex? I'm going to try to read the phone number today. Okay, it's uh, 727-888-4444. 
4295. Did I get that right? Yes, you did. All right, 727-884295. That's the first time I've ever read the number on here. Uh, check, you know, don't be scared to call in. We want to hear from you, the fans. We really do. Also, if you're, if, if you're a little nervous to call in, you could always just message us on Facebook Messenger or read your comments and your questions on the air. So, you know, don't worry about it. All right, so I jumped the gun a little bit last segment. I did a takeover recap. Uh, clearly, I, I – okay, so this is how it goes. Usually, Alex and I work on the show together. Yeah, we, we, do, we usually we, plan we, we, everything in advance. Run down, we write it down. Mm-hmm. Clearly, I saw NXT recap, lived, and then I, I, I under the after this week of wrestling, NXT takeover recap, and I, I was, I just go, I don't know, I completely missed it. So instead of doing an NXT recap, uh, stupid me, I did an NXT takeover recap with Alex. So we're gonna do an NXT recap this week. Right now, and then we're gonna to get to our G one information, uh, our G one standings and update stuff, and then we're gonna to get to our fishy move because the show's already almost over. So, Alex, what did you like about NXT this week? And we mentioned the Ridge Holland injury and everything like that, but what else did you like about the show this week? You mentioned a little bit of it with Kushida and Champa. Yeah, I, I like how NXT is slowly working towards uh, making Killian Dane and Drake Maverick a tag team. Because we like, like you said earlier in the show, we need more tag teams in NXT. So they're working on a story between Killian Dane and Drake Maverick. And as we saw on Wednesday, Killian Dane wants nothing to do with Drake Maverick. He says we're not a team. Like I, I want nothing to do with you. I, I'm just trying to work on my own here. And I, I guess Drake Maverick doesn't really get it yet. Drake Maverick still, uh, still thinks that Killian Dane is in a, in a tag team with him. So it's going to be interesting to see how how if Killian Dane will, will finally accept that or if he's going to keep denying Drake Maverick. But we really do need more tag teams. So that this is a great way to build up a story. Yeah, I think so. I think I completely agree with you, Alex, in the sense that this is where they need to build tag teams. Now, look, I think people hate the ideas when random tag teams get put together. It's kind of like stupid. But at the same time, look, NXT did it with – Pete Dunne and Matt Riddle. AEW did it with Kenny Omega and Hangman Adam Page. I think if you do it properly and you do it the correct way and it has this there's sort of a backstory to it, then I think it could be done. And look, it's unfortunate that COVID happened because what it did was it stopped the momentum of Matt Riddle and Pete Dunne defending the championships. Granted, it brought a rivalry to Timothy Thatcher and Matt Riddle, but what it did was you know, I, I was a Huge fan of the Matt Riddle Pete Dunn tag team. Um, and even Hangman Page and, and Co- Kenny Omega, who I hate the notion that people say Kenny Omega is not a tag team wrestler. No, he's any wrestler because he was with the Golden Lovers with Kota Ibushi. So that's that's completely false. He, he's a tag team wrestler and a singles wrestler. I, I don't care. Um, so it's about putting tag teams together the proper way. I love what you said, Alex. I think when you put Killian Dane and, and Drake Maverick together, I think it adds an interesting dynamic where there's a backstory because Killian Dane doesn't want to be his tag team partner. No. Drake Maverick wants to, and they keep winning matches anyway. So it really doesn't matter. I think if the more you see win, the more wins you see, the interesting the storyline gets. Um, so we'll see if there's a tag team match in the future. Um, and then I mentioned a little bit earlier, Dexter Loomis returning 
and facing yeah. Austin Theory. Uh, that match was really good. Uh, I enjoyed seeing Austin Theory uh, perform against Dexter Loomis because we've never seen him go up against this kind of person before. And you could see that Austin Theory was kind of he was kind of a little perplexed. He was kind of a bit uh, drawn back by Dexter Loomis because Dexter Loomis is one of those guys in on in the NXT locker room who is very dangerous, uh, very frightening. We've seen what he's done to the Undisputed Era. He could probably do the same to Austin Theory. It's true. Yeah. Well, first off, Austin Theory has a very bright future. I love somebody calls me on a landline still. It's the funniest thing. Like, there's landline still. Like, you ask kids, they don't even know what that is. But, um, they, they you know, but um, I think Austin Theory has such a bright future in, in, in NXT. You know, coming from Evolve, he was one of the bigger Evolve names. Yeah, course, he was. And- he was the Evolve champion at one point. Yeah, and then, of course, NXT bought out Evolve. And, um, you know, Evolve was kind of their... Um, kind of one of their searches for when they had scouts go, they would take a lot of evolved talent to NXT. So, you know, you look at that. Yeah, I love the match. I think Dexter Loomis is a phenomenal character from when he was back at Impact. Um, I, I, I think he's to see him back in action is great because it's unfortunate what happened. He was suffered an ankle injury and then couldn't compete in the uh, the, the, fit, the ladder match. The ladder match, yeah. At NXT TakeOver 30, he was supposed to be in that ladder match, and unfortunately he had to bow out because of the injury. But I thought it was an excellent match. We'll see going forward what those two have in store. I, I do want to see Austin Theory get more big-time wins. I feel like he's constantly losing to bigger names like Adam Cole and Dexter Loomis. I, I, I want to see him win a little bit more and lose a little bit less. That would be a more ideal situation for, you know, for me to watch. But and then we had Shotzi Blackheart against Zia Lee. That was a good match. I, a very interesting to see how they continue to build up uh, Shotzi every week. And speaking of Shotzi, Shotzi Blackheart, she is going to be hosting Halloween Havoc, which is coming up on October 28th. So the, I'm, that was cool to see. I'm excited for that. I like that NXT Alex. Um, I know we'll talk a little bit more about this later, but I like that the NXT is bringing – back some of the old i mean look when they filed those trademarks months and months ago they had all the wcw names so i think it's awesome you're seeing great american bash you're seeing um you are seeing halloween havoc i saw your instagram post on the story where you want to see the old halloween havoc set i'm with the gargoyle holding the yeah i want to see all that I'm with you 100% on that. I think it needs to be done. I thought they did a great job of doing the In Your House set. Um, that was phenomenal because I grew up with In Your House. So if I could see a Halloween Havoc set, that would make my day even more. So we'll see. And then last but before we move on to the G1 Climax update, we had the main event. Um, it was Rhea Ripley. And- Ember Moon, Dakota Kai, and Marina Gonzalez. You know, did you- what were your thoughts on that one and going forward with the women's division? Uh, I like how it played out perfectly. I love how they had Ember Moon and Rhea Ripley as a tag team. This was a great main event match. Uh, it, it was interesting to see how Dakota Kai and uh, Marina Gonzalez work as a team because we don't we don't see we don't see Dakota Kai and Gonzalez together in a match often. Usually, 
Moran Gonzalez is on the outside watching Dakota Kai go 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 to work into in a singles match. So it was really cool to see that. And then it was cool to see Ember Moon back in action because she's been out, out of uh, NXT for so long. And it's great to see her finally back in the squared circle. Sure. So that's our NXT recap. I won't screw that up next week, Alex. I promise. <laughs> there, I'll, I'll actually do it at the right time for sure. But listen, we got it in. So let's... Let's get it okay. Up, bleh. let's get a, a quick update on the G1. So we had matches this morning. Um, Alex, I have the exact standings after they updated everything this morning. So let me go through it. it it's jumbled right now, as you say. There is a jumbled. Uh, let me just move this out of the way. I gotta do some housekeeping here. I'm actually gonna minimize you so I can see you on my screen still. At the same time, do. This. All right. So for the A block, there is a four way tie, Alex. Yep. Kota Ibushi, 10 points. Jay White, 10. Okada, 10. And Osprey, 10. Yeah. So it's right now it's Kazuchika Okada, Kota Ibushi, Jay White, Will Osprey, tied with 10 points. Uh, tied for second. You got a three. You got. Blah, blah, blah. Everybody's pretty much tied. Tomohiro Ishii, Shingo Takaji, Minoru Suzuki, Tai Chi, and Jeff Cobb all have six points. And Yuji Hiro Takahashi was officially eliminated this morning. 0-7, zero points. As I said, it was completely expected. He was not going to get a win. He was basically there as a filler and as a, and as kind of a jobber in this group. So that was expected. In the B block, which they're going to be wrestling, uh, you'll get that tomorrow. Tetsuya Naito in first with 10 points. Evo in second with eight. Hiroshi Tanahashi, Juice Robinson, Zack Sabre Jr., Toru Yano, Hiroki Goto, and Sonata each with six points. My pick freaking sucks. And Kenta, uh, he's got four points. What the heck is going on there? And Yoshihashi, one and five. He's eliminated. He has two points as well. So you're getting to some eliminations. Alex, um, what have you seen so far? I know you and I, I got to see. I, I watched the matches this morning. I don't know if you did. What are your thoughts on this whole jump, mumble jumble of all these tight together standings? But also, the champion is in first place in the B block, which we usually don't see. No, we usually do not see that, and that's amazing to see Naito uh, leading with the most points, and that's it's uh, in in all the blocks. So that's. That's a huge, huge, huge uh, achievement, and I like uh, the best thing I've seen so far is from from Will Osprey. Earlier on, earlier on in the G1 climax, I did not think that uh, Osprey was going to score enough points to get to this point, but now after all the matches he's gone through and how he's competed, it's really starting to pick up, and, and his his momentum is paying off. And same for Juice Robinson. Juice Robinson has been on fire. He's been on a roll lately, and I I want to I, I can't wait to see how he does in the next couple next couple events. Well, I'm just curious. I believe if the champion wins the G1, I believe he gets to pick who he fights. I think that's how it works. I think he gets to pick who he fights at um, Wrestle Kingdom. I think so, that's it. Yeah, that might be. So if he wins, I'm curious who he fights. Um, you, you know, we'll see. Uh, look, I had Kenta winning it. My God, he. 
he never wins. It's horrible. Um, but the A block is quite interesting. You oh got, yeah, I mean, you got four or five wrestlers in that block that are so between Jay White, Will Ospreay, Okada, and I believe who else was it? Um, I exited out of my screen. There are others that were in the standings that are so it's so tight, and even in the B block too, that things can change dramatically yeah things uh, we- can change at any moment and I, I'm, I really want to see Juice Robinson pick up some more points because right now he's tied with Tanahashi, Zack Sabre Jr., Yano, Goto, Sonata and it, it I, I really want to see where how, how I want to see how things go for him throughout this tournament because yeah. he's he's done an amazing job we saw him we saw him in the match against Evil we saw him in a match before against I forget who it was before. I'm trying to remember who it was before that. Discussing. Uh Juice Robinson. He fought who did he beat recently? Yano? He beat Yano. Yeah, he beat Yano. He beat Evil. Uh, <clears throat> I'm trying to think who was. I th- I think he might have beaten Zack Saber, I'm not sure. Oh yeah, he did beat he did beat Zack. So I mean look, we'll see. I think the whole thing has been phenomenal. I'm kind. I am very curious if Naito wins it, who he gives the challenge to. Um, we'll see. <clears throat> Excuse me. I think it's. I think really- it'll be down between three people. I'm gonna say Osprey, Robinson, or Hiroshi Tanahashi. So I say those three. Oh, so who he would pick to defend the belt against? Yeah. See, I'm gonna say. I agree with you on Osprey. I think Okada's going to be one. He'll look at. Um, I mean, look if you get a main event of Naito versus Okada, I mean that's just money right there. I think another one he's going to look at to possibly defend the belt against. I'm trying to think maybe Ibushi, but I actually think it's going to be Osprey or Okada he goes against. If he wins, if he wins it, um. I'm curious, you know, but look, Jay White is another underrated one that's doing really well. So, you know, we're we're seeing, you know, we'll we'll see how this plays out. But it, only a few more weeks left, Alex, and then we'd finally decided. And by the time you know it, it's going to be Wrestle Kingdom preview time for us. Oh yeah, it definitely will be. It's, it's going to fly. It's by- getting close to that time. It's going to fly. It's halfway over. Yeah. Just crazy, and then after the G one is done, you start to do the road to the to Wrestle Kingdom. It's the road to there, so we'll see. All right, Alex, let's get to our finishing move, man. What do you got for us? So my finishing move is earlier I mentioned Halloween Havoc. Uh, it's it's going to be on NXT on uh, on October twenty eighth, and I, I'm really looking forward to that because for the first, it's the first time ever in twenty years I think that they're bringing back Halloween Havoc. So it's uh, it'll be cool to see how NXT does with this brand, this name that they got from WCW, and I want to see the I want as you mentioned earlier, I, I was on my Instagram story. I want to see the blimp, the full gargoyle and the uh, pumpkins and the, the the tombstone screens next to it. I want to see all of that back. But if they can't bring that back, they can bring something similar to it back. Add something similar to it. And I, it, 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 it's gonna be a, a really cool to see how they, how it, how it looks, how the arena looks for that show, and I think Shotzi's gonna do a really good job hosting it. 
Uh, for me, it's AEW next week. <clears throat> Excuse me. I think it's um, Jam Pack Show. Lance Art. It's the anniversary show for Dynamite. Lance Archer versus John Moxley for the heavyweight championship. They've been referring back to the um, their their G their 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 G their um, Wrestle Kingdom match that they had the Texas Death match. And you saw Hiroshi Tanahashi as well. Congratulate Chris Jericho. So maybe there's a partnership in the works for New Japan and AEW. One can only hope. I hope so. so I hope would- so too. That would be a great partnership. The president of New Japan just stepped down. Harold, my um, believe his name is, just stepped down as president of uh, New Japan. So we will see if they maybe leave Ring of Honor and they go to AEW for a partnership. I think that would be the right move to go. I love Ring of Honor, but I think it's time. Uh, you're also going to get Big Swole versus Sakara Shida for the Women's Championship. You're getting Best Friends versus FTR for the Tag Team Championship. You're getting MJF's decision on what group he's going to be joining. So you have so much jam-packed for next week's anniversary show that I am curious how they how they how they, how they go about it. I'm I'm excited for it. This is the most excited I've been for a dynamite in a very long time. I think it's I think it's gonna work out well. Um, so we will see how that goes. I loved your theory, Alex, on the Halloween Havoc stuff, man. I really hope they bring back something. And look, they they did a great job with in your house. So it would not be shocked if they go the route of Halloween Havoc stuff. They bring back similar stuff with everything like that. It would be awesome. It would be a great idea. And I agree. I think Shotzi Blackheart is the perfect person to host the show. That's going to do it for us here today on Off the Map. Before we go, I'm going to do it again. I sound like a broken record. Download our app. Okay? It is free. If you have an Apple store, if you have an iPhone, go to the Apple store. If you have an Android, go to the Google Play store. Alex and I both have the app. Okay? You need to as well. Type in WWSRN. That's WWSRN. All right. Type that in. And honestly, it, you download it. It's free. You've got all the shows on there from Wise Guys, Below the Mic, Ryan Hickey Show, Down to the Wire. Uh, us, of course, at Off the Mat, Cage and MMA, the BS Sports Show, the new fantasy shows, the sports hit list, uh, the Weapons Hot, a New York show for the New York Jet fans. Uh, you know what I mean? All, all those shows are on there. So if you're more than just a wrestling fan, if you're a sports fan, we have so much good content that is there. Check us out. Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, YouTube, Periscope. We're on every social media platform. You can't miss us. Worldwidesports.com as well. Go to our website. If you missed our show, if you just want to see clips of our show, if you want to see the articles that we've written, check us out. It's all there everything like that. Alex, how can the fans find us on our platforms as well? So you can find us on Twitter at off the mat, WWSRN and on Facebook at off the mat at WWSRN. And then you can follow me at, at show slows and then follow Josh at Josh Silverberg. It's very easy. You can hear my ranting and raving about what I think about, not just wrestling, but sports as well. Uh, you know, it's a lot of bad, <laughs> it's a lot of Yankee negativity I put today. So if you're a Yankee fan, yeah, okay, you know, sorry, not really. I should say not really because I'm not. But apparently where Alex is now, apparently it's like the new title town of sports where Tampa is all of a sudden. The Lightning won the Stanley Cup, the Razor in the ALCS, and the Buccaneers have Tom Brady. All of a sudden, like, Tampa's this big sports town. 
when did that happen? I, I have must have no idea. Something. I have no idea when that happened. Um, also, really quick, uh, you're going to see in the next few weeks, I'm going to have a new setup, Alex. I'm going to be moving to my new house with my wife. So you're going to see a brand new setup. Um, the shirts could be no more. We'll see. Yep. Um, it's going to be a real treat. I'm going to send pictures to Alex to go over it with him, how he thinks the setup should be as well, because I want to get his thoughts on it. And then tomorrow is my 23rd birthday. So. Happy birthday, my friend. I, you know what's funny is I actually wrote a note. I wrote a note. I'm going to say happy birthday to you. No, you don't want me to? No more? No more. <laughs> Are you one? Are you two? Are you how old? Twenty three. Okay, twenty twenty three. Stop. <laughs> See, I skipped a few. No, but uh, I won't say happy birthday to you on the air. But seriously, happy birthday, bud. I really hope it's a good Thanks. one. Enjoy it as best as you can. I know with everything going on, but as long as you're safe and sound, listen, and you're happy, that's the most important gift of all. So enjoy it. T- enjoy it tomorrow. Uh, have fun to all the listeners. And viewers out there, thank you so much for letting us uh, entertain you on every Saturday at 12 o'clock. We love it. We'll talk to you next week. Keep tuning into the Worldwide Sports Radio Network. We're only growing. It's not just us. It's everybody. It's a team effort, all right? So continue to join us every Saturday at 12 o'clock. Thanks so much, fans. Have a great rest of your week. Be safe. My school's closed the next two weeks. So I'm home the next two weeks teaching from home. So I think I'm going to go crazy. I'll be texting Alex nonstop about wrestling. Probably he's going to go, don't you work? And so, yeah, that's going to be happening. So enjoy everybody. Take care. Have a great rest of your weekend. Have a good one. This is off the mat on the worldwide sports radio network. Have a good one, everyone. It's the Worldwide Sports Radio Network.